0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talking about you with Estra, season 8, episode 71. I am here Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I've been a little off these last couple weeks, probably a couple more weeks before I get back on but I guarantee you there'll be new podcasts and radio shows to keep you busy. On top of that, there's already 400 to 500 podcasts out there for you to listen to every single day. I appreciate your time, and I look forward to sharing information, ideas, and comments. And why is that? Because I personally believe it makes us all better people when we communicate Understand and have a vision of the things that are before us. A new episode. It's going to be Why Are You Poor? And I'm really talking on two levels here. I'm talking about how people become poor after they've been in collisions, and also just in general, why people are poor. Yes, when I'm talking about people that are poor, guess what? There are 40 million people who are poor in America. Now, they're talking just on a financial level personally I've never met anyone who is poor in every way I think you can be poor financially I think you can be in poor health physically I think you can be lost uh, spiritually so there's a lot of different ways to me that you can be poor the best way to be is to have what you need in every area but most of the time that's not how it happens and why is that because we as people are continually growing We're learning about things in life and how to make things better. And sometimes that takes us not having everything we need to move us forward. But, you know, I usually like to talk about car accidents and collisions. So a lot of what I'm going to bring you today is about being poor to some degree, but it's also about what happens to you after you've been involved in a collision. Because from my perspective, there's a lot of people who are not made whole, and it's not your fault. It isn't your fault. In fact, if we looked at the ways decisions are made just based on people who are poor, it's not because they're not working hard. It's not because they they don't have the tools that they need. Sometimes it's just because of some other people's greed. Isn't that what it is? I mean, why would we have people working for less than $15 an hour, $15 an hour doesn't even normally cover everything people need. And we in America are even having a hard time giving people $15 an hour when Wall Street is making so much money hand and foot. Doesn't seem quite just to me asking somebody to go work 40 hours a week and then tell them to go home hungry, go home, not be able to feed your kids. Or even worse, from my perspective, is to be in a collision and be hurt and harmed and need support. But you've been poor. And you've been just eking out a budget that barely gets you by every single day. You go home tired, exhausted, and worried about the next day. That's not right. It isn't right. But you have insurance and you've paid all of your premiums. And, you know, you're just hoping that they'll do the right thing. By If you didn't have, most poor people don't, a lot for their health care. Hopefully, you have that as part of your policy, right, where you are able to get some kind of medical treatment, hopefully, right? But you know, there's a lot of things people do, or insurance companies, from my perspective, do to make that difficult to receive. And so here you are, injured in a car accident, struggling, hoping that you can actually get by and get the care that you need. Some of us do, some of us don't. And that's why insurance civil rights legislation I cannot speak enough about because it's time for people to be able to get the things that they need and were promised on their policies. There's no reason to have injustice and have insurance companies taking all the money and not even giving it back into the policyholders that they promised. You know, that's really a problem. You know, each day you're struggling And you're hoping just to get by and get better. And that's why I would hope that, first of all, our legislators put uh, insurance companies in place that we had to pay so that if something bad did happen, that we were were actually taken care of. But did our legislators take that second step to see? They said, okay, you have to pay them, but are they paying attention to see if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing with that money? Or are they just leaving you out high and dry? It's really important to think about that if if they were doing what they were supposed to do and would that many people have so many problems, would we have five hundred and forty thousand homeless people according to uh Wikipedia? I don't know, and I'm sure it's probably a lot more than that because we're hiding so many people where they're not counted. In fact, not only are they homeless, but they're really, truly being discounted. Not only are they being discounted, but the poor who are indoors are still being discounted. I wonder what we would see if we would open up some doors. How many American families are sitting behind those doors hungry, sitting behind those doors cold? In fact, I don't know about where you're living, but it was, it's been freezing here in Washington State and then the other day. I kept hearing everywhere I I turned on the news, well, get prepared for these extremely high uh, utility bills. Because it's been cold and you've been trying to stay warm. (laughs) So don't get upset with us because we have to charge you so much more money. I don't know, people. I don't think we're doing this the right way. There's got to be some better ways to do some of the things that we're doing. But... Before I get into that, of course, because you know I can get started and I can really take off, but I want to talk about Minute with a Purpose. And I want to say that I hope that, like I said, one of my favorite things is exhaling. You know why? Because there's always so many things to inhale about. You got to let them out. You can't just hold them in. But what I'd like you to do today for your Minute with a Purpose, and maybe even hold this one for the whole week, since we're going to talk about why people are poor. I would just like you to think about if if you've been in an accident, or if you were in an accident, how you, or if you know, and that's going to be hard if you haven't been in one, but you've, most of us know people who've been in accidents, and they've had to struggle a long way away, okay? So a long way to get back uh, to a place where hopefully they're whole. But the question I'd like you to ask yourself is two things, or actually three things. How would you want your life to be made whole again? And what would those three things be that you would hold your auto insurance companies responsible for to make you whole again? That's really important. It is, because... Not being whole actually keeps that woundedness in place for a very long time. And that's not something that you want. Poor people even have a harder time because they don't normally have what? The resources, right? Sometimes the knowledge is not there because you don't have the resources, so it's harder to educate yourself. But not with talking about you with Esther. I have good news for you. You can go out. You can listen to all the podcasts, you can learn, and also, because if you've been in a car accident, I also know that you've been learning things from what? Day one. Day one, you've learned things, and it continues through that whole process, whether it lasts a month, a year, or ten years. And we need your input, because if you don't give us the information you also have gained there is somebody out there right now today saying, I can't find it. I'm searching for it, but it isn't there. It's actually hidden somewhere so that I can't find it. And that's another reason why to think about, to take that minute with a purpose. Just a minute, not an hour, just a minute. Right now, let's just do it together, right now. Let's list one, two, three, one, two, three things in our minds in our hearts if we've been injured what it would take for us to be made whole again after a car accident all right ready what's number one yes say it in your mind what's number two say it in your mind and what's number three say it in your mind all right now if you have a hard time remembering go ahead and write it down somewhere Take a look at it every day and say, This is how I need to be, this is what I need to have in order to be made whole. Now, some of those things may not be something that's financial. Sometimes it's the deepest wounds in the soul that you have to try to deal with. And sometimes you need help with that. And there are people out there that can help you with that. And sometimes you have to decide how you're going to try to get yourself there. But no matter what your choice is, and it can be some of both of those, because sometimes you can go to someone and they can tell you a few things and that can kind of put you on the right path to get you to where you want to go. So you can also have not just a poverty, as far as I'm concerned, in wealth, you can have it in spirit, right? And if you have those wounds in your spirit, they've got to be moved too, because Those sometimes can hold you back even further than financial. And having actually support systems, that is a strength that's amazing. Support systems can do things, a lot of times, money or other people or other things can't do. So support systems matter. If you have them, use them. If you don't have them, see if you can develop them. And also remember that you're always your best advocate. You, number one. You're the best advocate. So start with yourself. Start being your best advocate, your support. There's a lot of things you can actually read that will help you to support you too. Go out. I've got lots of uh, blogs. I have a blog. I have two blogs out there. Go out there and take a lesson and read. I think you'll be surprised what you can learn, and what you can do with it. I want to go on, though, and I want to talk just a little bit about so that you kind of get the idea of two things. First of all, most people who are poor aren't poor because they want to be. It's because of lack of opportunities or people blocking them or unfair wages. Let me say that again. Unfair wages. Right? Some people are making $7 an hour. Right? How can you even live off $7 of an hour? You better be pretty darn smart. That's what I have to say because otherwise you won't make it. If you haven't figured out how to adjust things, make things work, a lot of Robin Peter to pay Paul, as they say, in other words, you have not enough money to pay all your bills, so you're moving it here, moving it there, trying to stay, uh, survive. Those are hard things. They were talking it's about 19 million people who live in deep poverty. You know. Deep poverty. Well, from my perspective, if you're not making that 59000 which, by the way, I don't think most Americans are making 59000 Now, they're saying 78000 is what you need to be middle class. And I don't believe that's happening for a lot of people. I think they're adjusting things for Wall Street and per, pushing them down a bit to make Main Street look a lot better. But I can tell you, from what I see, even in the grocery stores on a regular basis, Their shelves aren't stocked like they used to be. What happened to stocking the shelves? People have to be able to afford to buy food in order to get some. If that's not happening, well, there's a reason. Lots and lots of businesses have closed. We're not talking about it yet or still. Lots of businesses, mom and pop shops galore, are closing. What do you see the franchises? Why? Because they've got all the money doesn't help so poverty to me is a thing that we better keep our eyes on and keep fighting to get better wages to be treated justly and fairly because so far we're as ha- it hasn't happened so the only thing i've seen poor people have is less rest and more worries and you know worrying is one of the worst things you can do for your health by the way and if you're injured I know that you're worried. Um, I was it was amazing. I was watching uh, one of the shows I like. I don't know why, but I guess I do. I like the the main character on uh, SWAT. But one of the uh, people on the the TV show of SWAT, he's been struggling. He's got a wife that's pregnant, and and he has a better wage than he's getting paid more than fifteen or seven dollars an hour, even in pretend, right? But he's run out of money. He's trying to take care of his family and. He actually just took out a loan from a loan shark, basically, right? Or or, a lot of times people go to the pawn shop, right? Something, you're desperate, you're trying to keep going, you're trying to move forward. It's a desperate move, there are desperate acts. Well, he does that. And what happens after he takes this desperate act? He In fact, this comes on tonight, today, Saturday, or Thursday. So it's Thursday nights on SWAT if you want to see the show. The thing I like about them is because they change it up to things that look close to reality in some in some cases but this particular police officer uh, accidentally gets injured in a car accident of all things and so it's going to take him months to recover and to get back to work and everything and at this point what has happened all of his money is gone right he doesn't know what to do now he's got this money he owes to a loan shark and he's not even going to be able to get back to work for months Personally, I call that kind of like Murphy's Law, you know, things that go wrong. And sometimes we all have those periods where things just seem to constantly go wrong. And people who are poor are used to worrying because you know better than most that one little thing can just cause a lot of catastrophes in your life. But what I would say is do the best you can, but worrying isn't one of them because that's not going to help with your health. Right, So you have to just keep fighting through the battles. What if you have an insurance company that's not treating you right? They know you don't have anything. They know you need support. In fact, I think t- tomorrow when we're talking about the poor, I'll go back and there's some RCW codes that talk about how you're supposed to be treated by insurance companies and what they should do or what they aren't doing. But I don't think most of us actually really know about that. So... I'm going to go ahead and talk about that tomorrow. But most people who are poor, you know, like I said, less rest, more worry. Typically rarely have health care because what? Most of those jobs, what? Don't pay. And a lot of times the Obama the Obamacare or the ACA, it's a lot higher than poor people can afford. Sometimes they can get in and sometimes they can't. So sometimes you have health care, sometimes you don't. And it's hard to find somebody who's willing to help you when you're poor because you have nothing to give them. And what does our society run on? Money. So uh, one of the things I would like to mention, though, is that there are a lot of community health care clinics which have sliding scales in a lot of cities. So don't discount them because a lot of them actually do a great job. So... No money also means less access to all the things you need, which causes more stress and anxiety. So here you are, hit in an accident, concerned about what your insurance co- auto insurance company will or will not do, right? You might have a lack of social, emotional, and financial support, and this also causes an extension of you getting well because your body is saying, I'm already drained, I'm hurting, <laughs> I'm tired, I'm in pain, you know, that's what your body's saying. But you've got to get through all these hardships. Well, the good news is, instead of worrying, go out to Estra's blog tips or Estra's car wreck or Estra's TV or Estra's blog, um, I said blog, and also on YouTube. So make sure that you go out there and take a look at something that will do something other than help you to worry. What I hope you'll find is knowledge, information, and support to get you through it. And, you know, when you're actually poor, a lot of times things come up and you end up having to rely on strangers. Even your physicians or your doctors are strangers. You don't know them. They don't know you, right? And there's always that lot of pressure from people. When they don't know you, you don't know them. And you have insurance companies off to the side whispering in their ear. So, one of the things you just have to do is say, I'm going to do my best through all of the situation. I recognize that I'm poor. i got 40 million other people here with me that are poor. I've got a lot more 50 million disabled people. Add on top of that, some in between. All these things are together. But you can choose just to keep moving. So, And then you need to decide whether you want legal help. <laughs> and that's going to be a story all in itself. Make sure if you make that decision to to hire an attorney, you find out really what their reputation is like. Don't just rush into signing because a lot of them want you to, and they're good at getting you to sign. Uh, But just decide that you're going to make up your decision slowly, and you're not going to be pushed or pulled in any way. And then go for what's best for you. So this is a lot of things that you have to deal with after a collision. No money, right? Then you have to think about car repairs. If you have a car, right, hopefully your liability will cover it. If you had liability or or total coverage, these are all things, right? Most states have a minimum amount that is required for you to have to drive legally. But usually that's not a whole lot when it comes to collisions. So go ahead and take your time. There's a lot of things to to try to digest. But just remember, just because you might be poor financially... You probably have a very strong mind. You probably know have a lot of good common sense because you needed to survive. Use the tools that you have, that you were born with, that you were gifted. There is a lot of things to do other than money. And then there are organizations that can and will help. So just look around you. See what you can find. And if you can't find it, just keep moving. Do your best. That's what this is about. It's just important to take your time to evaluate what's the most important thing for you. What can you do, which is always a sacrifice when you're poor. And that's, you know that that's going to happen. You have a sacrifice, but it doesn't mean you stop. Will it hurt? <laughs> yes, 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 it will hurt. But you can move forward and change will happen. Another thing I'd just like to recommend, because most people in the United States don't even have it, how about by the end of this year, you try to save whatever you can? Is it 100, 200, 400, or 500? Save something so you have something, just a little something. It can eliminate simple stresses which happen in life. You know, maybe it's towing your card now, or maybe another emergency happening, or something in the family. Whatever it is, just that simple thing, simple dollars. To help say i have something right sometimes it's enough sometimes it's not but you do the best you can with what you have well i've enjoyed talking with you today remember that being poor financially doesn't mean you're poor in many other ways and there's a lot of things you can do with other means that you have so just take a moment to think about how you want to live what you want to do when you're in a car accident, what you need to know, because in that way, you'll be making the decisions and being the best advocate for yourself. Thank you so much for being with me today. I've enjoyed you. We'll go ahead and spend another few days on why are you poor. But remember this, just because you're poor doesn't mean you have to stay that way. It also doesn't mean that you have to feel bad about yourself. In fact, take a moment today and say, I'm going to feel good about myself regardless of where I'm at. Because one thing about it, you may be in one place one day and in a new place the next day. I'll see you tomorrow.